I'm going to start doing GoFundMe's <laughs> for all comics, and I'm just going to guess what I think they would have made in 2020. And cap it at that. <laughs> That'd be a funny cap, bit. And cap it at like $39. <laughs> That'd be so funny. How was your birthday? Big three, four. Yeah, I turned 34. It was all right. I don't know. You were there. How was it? We didn't do I much. mean, I was there for a little bit of it. I didn't do anything. I was there, I think, for most of it. I think, uh, what day was it? I know the date. What Wednesday. Day of the week? Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was rather forgetful. <laughs> <laughs> for <laughs> as sure. As far as birthdays go. Oh, you, uh, you bought pizza. That was super nice. So and Emily bought pizza. pies. And Emily bought pies. It was very kind of both, all of you. But it was. you still have this kind of like rain cloud. You're like, oh, man. You were you acted like, well, uh, like when you're at a restaurant and you're like I'm not a birthday person <laughs> and then the, the, yeah. like the whole wait staff comes over. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. That's how it was. Well, especially because then the people are like expecting you to have a good time because it's like we bought you pizza and pie and I'm like yeah this is great yeah I'm having a good time but also we're just sitting in our couch eating pizza yeah which is nice but you could at least pretend to have a good time like I you do in your stand up I thought I did. <laughs> I was like, this is very nice. I didn't think you were not having a good time. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was a great I was fairly evening. certain you were not having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Dollars to donuts. Yeah, I think I took an edible. Oh, uh, okay. gummy and just was high and ate, pi- ate pizza. Yeah, that'll mellow you out. And then ate pie and then went to sleep. Do you like the public knowing that you take edibles? And- I don't care. That's kind of badass. It's legal. You're a troublemaker. And it's a gummy bear. <laughs> You're such I a eat tr- a gummy bear and I get real giggly and then I sit in my room by myself and listen to smooth music. You're a bad Whatever. boy. Really? You're a bad boy. Yeah. I just go to my room and put music on. Yeah. And he lies on his side. Nothing wrong I, with that. I can see through the window. I lie on my back. I such my a bad boy, asleep. dude. You just winked at me. <laughs> Was that on accident? It seemed like it I was accident- an on accident wink. I accidentally winked. Is that a thing you do? Yeah. I've never noticed that. Yeah, people since I was young were like, did you just wink at me? You yeah, like had to blink, but only in one eye. It was yeah. too smooth for me to think you were winking at me. No, nah, I can't. And like I can't impressive. replicate it either. I try to like do it again. Mm-hmm. Was this one? Your stage left. You were in a polo today. Accident. It's Monday, dude. It's a work day. But you don't, you, you've been saying that all day. I've been working. You've been talking about how it's Monday. Uh, kill me. <laughs> but we've that's been, what it's monday means but we've been i've been hanging out with you on a work day monday for a year now yeah the first time you've worn a polo new shirt to work no i've had this shirt for a while uh my boss gave me a stern zoom talking to <laughs> Is that and true? it's just no <laughs> <laughs> he was just like he's like zach your butt <laughs> in my zoom office <laughs> now mister <laughs> well, you look great do people Thanks. dress up for work for Zoom? I think is that so. A thing? I think so. I think mm-hmm. the thing is like up top and then the joke is like no hmm. pants. <laughs> yeah. Why? No pants. Well, I guess it depends. No, you don't need it. It's like so. if someone showed up in a t-shirt, they'd be like, what do you do? Uh, put a, put a shirt and tie on. I speak for all bosses when I say <laughs> that shit don't fly. <laughs> um, I like how because I'm wearing a collar, you guys both look at me like the authority <laughs> on like the status of corporate America. <laughs> yeah that's still like not a good that wouldn't work in an office i know it's still not even nice enough it needs to be a button i'm like a guy that's trying golf today yeah (laughs) like a parking lot like i don't play golf your first golf but i'll give it a shot (laughs) 
Do you imagine <laughs> if you sold out like completely? You're like, I'm just gonna, I'm a white guy, right? So I just, I'm gonna go alt right, and then you just sucked. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't like you. Yeah. Like, God, but I'm, be- I'm being so hateful. <laughs> trying to meet you guys. <laughs> so I feel like it's crazy the kinds of shit I'm coming up with, and no one likes it. Yeah. How does Trump do it? They're like, he's a little much for me. <laughs> You just got them going too soon, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a fine line of being like uh, crazy, but also like Jeff Foxworthy, like uh, wholesome. You gotta be wholesome and well. He's. I feel like he's funny too. He has like real jokes. Good jokes. Right. Not yeah, just yeah. like I'm a redneck. He's like. Well, he, he is had, that too. But, yeah. like, <laughs> but it's not no, just that. Yeah. Jokes are like set up punchline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I loved him as a kid. Like, the, all the you might be a redneck jokes. There's a Jeff Foxworthy bit where, uh, you know, it's like in comedy, you learn to, like, pull the rug out from someone. Mm-hmm. And, like, you set right. him up with the world. The and then Yeah, the misdirection. So he would do one where he'd talk about, like, man, my neighbor, you know, so-and-so. So <laughs> she will go on and on about her kid and how proud she is of him. You know, she's like, look. And the kid's like, airplane, airplane. <laughs> And he's like, that's right. It's an airplane. Look how smart he is. He's like, you better know that. He's 27 <laughs> years old. <laughs> As a kid, that would crack me up. It's like seeing stand-up comedy is like magic tricks. Mm-hmm. And then the older you get, the more you see the trick coming. Right. So you kind of aren't as impressed. Right. So you almost doom yourself to a life of things not being as entertaining. And once you learn those tricks, you're, you're, people kind of see you as a good stand-up comic. Right. Because you know how to plug things in. And the friends, like my friends who who hit me up, who don't do stand up comedy, and they're like, you know, here's a bit. And the fact that they don't even get that, right? They're just like, you know, it's like a bit. Is like, when's the last book I read? <laughs> 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 and it's like, dude, that is nowhere near a bit. That is, <laughs> that is an admission of stupidity. <laughs> I like to always just like when people do that, just like let them figure out. I'll be like, okay, and then what? Oh, that's good. Like, like, well, and then they always go, "That's on you. You gotta do your job. I don't want to do it for you." You're like, all right. Yeah, they're like, "There's a lot there for you." There's a lot. (laughs) Wish there was more. (laughs) Am I all right to ask more? I mean, there's a lot in the sense that there's everything. I have to find everything for that joke. There is so much blank canvas here for you to paint. I know, it'd be funny to just have a friend be like, I got a little stupid bit for you. And it's just the greatest <laughs> joke you've ever heard. Yeah. You like try it. You're like, I'll change it to bit. It's like, I can't even change it a little bit. <laughs> I'll change it to make it my own. Like, I can't. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's the shittiest feeling as a stand up comedian is when you're on a show with someone? Uh, like, I'll be on a show with someone and I'll tell them a joke I love that mm-hmm. they do. And then they, they're like, oh, I wasn't going to do that one. but uh, And then they do it, and it just falls gone. flat, and their eyes just go, like, right to me. Like, you created this moment. <laughs> this is entirely your fault. This is why I don't compliment anyone ever. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's funny. I'll just admit I don't know what's funny. I try things up there, and some things go right. I don't know what I'm doing. I remember the Roosters booker booked me for a weekend because one of the shows was, like, um, a private party for her Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I really want you to do your Catholic jokes. And I was like, I mean, sure, but that's not, that's not going to go well. Yeah. Just because they both have the word Catholic in it, Catholic yeah. school and Catholic yeah, jokes. Do them. No, it's fine. They like to be made fun of. Oh like, my God. Bet you they don't. And you did it. Yeah, of course. I mean, and she pays my standing check. ovation. 
And they loved it. No, it went terribly. <laughs> like how, like just bombed? It just fell Silence. Yeah. It wasn't like terrible, but it was like, this was the opposite of what you thought. Do you ever find yourself like mid-joke tailoring it to try to like bend it towards the room? And you're like, now this is a less funny joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, I hate that feeling. I hate so many feelings. It's almost as bad as like podcasts with comedians talking about comedy. Oh, Ugh. comedians and podcasts talking it. comedy. You guys, Ugh. does this ever happen to you at a comedy club <laughs> where like you'll be doing your set with like another comic? Yeah. And then they'll like give you a tag for a joke, and then then you feel like you have to do it the next night. Oh, I hate that. And they're watching. Yeah, then, like uh, you didn't do the tag. Yeah, yeah. Do you do well, them always? One time. Yeah. If like if they're a headliner, I do. Yeah, right. One time I did it. It was a door guy at Sack Punch. He's like, you should say this, and I was like, and I said no, and then for some reason on stage I was like, I don't know, fuck it, and I did it, and of course it didn't work, and I was like. All right, I've learned my lesson like, yeah. to never. You should have just after that joke been like, this is why you work <laughs> the door. <laughs> just shout to everyone's like, what the fuck? This is why I'm up here sweating it out. Yeah, comedy saved my life. <laughs> what? You can't say that in the polo shirt. It looks like to. you dressed up for I straightened AA. up. <laughs> I straightened up because of comedy. You know? I think... Comedy ruined my life. Do you? Kinda. You know what I I was thinking about the other day, lying in bed. I just masturbated. I was thinking about mm-hmm. you, and uh, um, I was I was curbing. Is that what they call it? Curbing. <laughs> curbing your enthusiasm. I was curbing my horniness for you. I was thinking about how your brother went the normal route, uh huh, and that would make you f- that would make me feel shittier. Like, my brother also works in, like, dude, we're chasing. We're both kind of chasing these ambitious dreams. Right. And I think if he was, like, a, a lawyer or a doctor sure. or a CPA, I'd be like, well, I'm the joke. I'm the fucking joke <laughs> yeah, of the family. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that he's also the joke, right. like, it's we're like both jokes together. together. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you have a brother who's a musician. Yeah, he's, like, very successful, like, business-minded and, like, has all this shit together. But that helps. I mean, you have your shit together. Yeah, you have your shit together. It would feel more like you didn't have your shit together if he was like a regular job person. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah. Tori, if you never started comedy, what would you be now? Happy? I would, <laughs> happy, maybe? No, I mean, not like emotionally, but like. For a living. Living, uh, doing. I have no money. idea. I would love to give an answer. Best like you guess. didn't have any it before. You always <clears throat> wanted to be a comedian. You you were never like, oh, I might go into this. I never wanted to be anything. I was just like straight depressed. So I guess comedy uh, in that sense did save me. Mm-hmm. But like, I guess like with the birthday we were talking about, like every year I'm like, all right, what did I do this year? And I'm just like, dude, comedy was, I started comedy when I was 25. Mm-hmm. And so that's nine years or eight, almost nine years I've been doing it. And it's just like 25 to 34 <clears throat> is like prime time years. And I used them at fucking punchline and open mics and doing this podcast. As opposed and I, to what? I am starting to regret it. I don't know. Like I should have found something else. That's like a pretty dope life. Though. I was about I mean, to say that like, sounds cool. It, it's not that cool though. 
everyone thinks that i th- i mean i'm in your world i know and it's cool <laughs> you're enjoying it like day by day well no like i wish you know i had probably like gone traveled more like i did you know like chicago for a couple months i, I wish i had gone harder in the beginning and like right. really been like this is what i'm gonna be instead of like it was kind of a fun thing i do yeah for a few years and like that's eh, scary i'm I- gonna go back to school and regular job shit and then i would just lose my mind at the regular job shit and then i'm like yeah and people would always go oh welcome back to stand-up comedy you know it's like dude it's been a few months i mean yeah but i think in hindsight i i'd wished i'd just been like this is how i'm gonna spend my next 10 years right i mean would it be better if you like spent your last nine years working for somebody else like working for a company maybe like i just wasted nine years yeah that doesn't sound better i think the alternative would be focusing on like personal life right like family and that kind of things and like have a house have some money be able to go on vacation i don't really go on vacations it's always comedy trips yeah uh and i do wonder what would be better for my mental health like where would i be at yeah if i had taken that route but vacations aren't that like unattainable like you could potentially but that's just one but i'm just saying that like way of life of like right the the, the, structure the the structure and the like comfort of it yeah yeah yeah. whatever the security and yeah, it sounds appealing to me. I mean, it has sounded appealing to me at times. Right. Still does once in a while. But um, I think that also comes from like, and I haven't seen The Social Dilemma, but I'm sure it touches on that too. <laughs> but I'm sure, you know, it comes from just seeing what your friends are doing mm-hmm. and the chapter that they're on. And you're like, damn, I hopped on a different train. I guess, but like, all right. Like, I it, don't think I'm lo- at Facebook looking at pictures of bait. Like I'm not like a kid person, really. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not looking at my phone, going like, "Oh fuck, oh, I could have had a little cutie a little monster." <laughs> yeah. But you're also married. Yeah. So like, you guys could feasibly move out and have a kid within a year or two. I mean, I think we're gonna. Yeah. I think we're. So gonna. you're. You heard it here, Hesbos. Our how, families don't even know this shit. Yet. This is how <laughs> close we are to our Hesbos. That's right. Hesby Street's getting bigger. Has we shoots blowing up? You might become a full time potter. That'd be more embarrassing than staying your standard comedian. So what do you do? Uh, podcast. Honestly, I think that'd be cool. Like if you could just make money doing a podcast. Yeah, oh, actually, it would be. I'm cool. with Emily. I think if you s- tell someone you're a podcaster, I think people think, oh, you make money podcasting. Mm-hmm. If you tell someone you're a comedian, they have to kind of be like, I wonder if you how do you make your money? money? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because a lot of people are like, I'm a comic, and I'm like, okay, but what? But what? Mm-hmm. FedEx driver. Or like <laughs> oh right, 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 right. Um, Shout out to Emma Haney, FedEx. Yeah, driver. I don't know why <laughs> I thought of that job. Yeah, right. Yeah. Any job is gonna right feel hurt by that, but I feel like I would ask a podcaster. I'd be like, "Come on, man, you sit at your computer and interview people for a living. What do you really do?" Like, I wouldn't uh, hear a podcaster and immediately go, "Oh wow." I guess because why would you say you're a podcaster if it wasn't? your career it's not it's not as cool as like i'm a comedian comedian. yeah i guess you're right i guess in la people might be like i'm a podcaster blogger comedian writer actor so you drive for lyft yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but i don't like la is weird to me yeah like i i don't know i don't know like i don't dig the vibe but i mean i don't know who i mean some people do yeah but I'm not attracted to it. It's such a multi-layered vibe. Like there are so many things. Right. So I, it feels like 
I ne- I haven't found anywhere here any show I've done been at <clears throat> even like club or like even like gathering where I've been like this is well, I'll be I back. Feel, I feel comfortable here. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know if that exists. I mean, it must exist for some people and it, people say it takes time or whatever. But yeah. yeah. I'm never like, yeah, dude. I want to keep coming back here for comedy has always been like that for me. Like I never wanted to be anywhere. I think that's why it took me so long to get into it. Right. Even if I had a great set, <clears throat> be like, this is fun. And so, all right, we'll see, see you next Thursday. It's like, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I might want to go check out other things. Yeah. Like there was, there wasn't ever that, <clears throat> but then over time it would grow to like, Oh, you know, I can't wait to go back to so-and-so club or this show or hang out with these comics. Right. And I think it's funny how, with me, like whether it's an Uber driver, a Lyft driver, any, no matter how I meet a comedian, I, you go through this, or I go through this, um, like categorizing of them in my mind. And right. I don't feel like I'm that type of person that mm-hmm. just hangs out with important people. But in my head, I'm like, you probably suck. Oh, and yeah. then, uh, and then totally. you'll see them like on a big show. You're like, oh, you're kind of good. Yeah. Or, or like a post with a famous person. You're yeah. like, oh, damn, you're legit. I love seeing someone that like you, isn't on those shows or like he's got no street cred and you're like this guy sucks but then you see him and he's like good yeah or her yeah and uh it's just like i love those you're like oh like he's gonna be good at some point i don't know about that but it makes you some people just are weird in every other area and i've been on the other side of it where i'm like i don't know anyone here in any city or you know and then you do well and then all of a sudden people like okay it's not like they're like oh i'm gonna like hitch my horse to his wagon it's just like i'll talk to him i know he's like yeah that's worth his you have a to real comic through, right it's like a initiation or something like every city it's like people don't pay attention to you you begged right. for the set and you just like give me five minutes <laughs> yeah. right and then like okay now i have all these other gigs yeah 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 um or in my case they they're like what do you do actually do for a living? <laughs> so you're on vacation. You're on vacation. <laughs> With your wife. You're yeah, talking yeah. about your wife on And stage. so she's supportive of this, of you coming here and ruining our show. That's a cool, that's a cool wife. <laughs> yeah, no, it is a really good feeling when people go like, whoa, you're like a real comic. That's like yeah. my favorite. Is because you forget how a lot of us are just, a lot of people around you are just trying it. You know, mm-hmm. and you don't know what everyone's end goal is. And so even in L.A., like a lot of people come here with a dream and no preparation. And they're standing they're ahead of you on the list or behind you on the list of a show or something mm-hmm. like right. that. Or they hung out enough where they got a set. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, damn. I got to work on stand up. Right. That's a good that's a good feeling. Making someone just be like, I have to work. Mm-hmm. And, and the opposite is true. Like when I watch like a comic do well i'm like damn you made me like look at my notes a lot yeah. <laughs> you know that feeling like it's, it goes beyond just laughing right. yeah you made me uncomfortable yeah that's the goal that's the fucking that goal. was the coolest part my favorite time at punchline was like when i was going up on sundays regularly and it was like there was kind of that crop of like mark and them where it was like one of us would smash and the rest of us would have to like revert back to our a material yeah and sometimes it w- you were the guy sometimes you weren't but right. like that was that that was a fun like year yeah i mean a couple of years probably <clears throat> yeah but then it got to a point where like we got too high up you know what i yeah. mean yeah people were like, like what are you doing here yeah kind of <laughs> are you still here it yeah. was like and then it was like you're gonna smash no matter what why right. are you doing old stuff or why are you? And oh, it's like yeah. well i'm still trying to like 
Totally. I'm still trying to be the set of the night. Like yeah. the set of the night at Sunday Punch was like the f- goal. That was yeah. the best. Also, feeling. like nobody actually like said those things to you. I think they were. Yeah, like, you all put them. You put them in your own. Head. People Just subtly really do like, it though. You got new stuff. You're like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> not gonna do it tonight. Whenever someone has you got new stuff, you're like defensive a little, yeah. or I am at least. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm writing new stuff right. all the time. Yeah, I just don't know if I, they're ready for it. Even at open mics, if you're like trying to work on a bit that they might have heard before, but you're doing something to it, mm-hmm. like I'd almost be like, all right, well, I have a reason that I'm working. Yeah, and it's, it's like, what? Who am I arguing I for? A, yeah, yeah. Like I was at the. Um, comedy store when they were doing like through the glass the mm-hmm. covid shows and it was um everyone was going like oh, i'm just doing new stuff everyone mm-hmm. and i was thinking like i never get to perform here i'm gonna see like what my material oh, looks yeah. like here um but that's like i've learned that in the past like year or so to kind of like do it for me like for what i'm right. working on as opposed to just every night trying to be everyone's favorite person you know like every comic every comic's yeah. favorite person i should say yeah, I think LA teaches you that too, because it's like stage time doesn't come around very often, so it's like you have to take advantage the mm-hmm. of the three minutes that you get. Yeah. So you're gonna do new shit. And and like, I always, I think we all kind of grow up, or I certainly did, thinking that we all have the same goals, and then you realize that like people want to do this or they don't want to do this, and their strengths are here or they never want to, you know, like right. sometimes you'll think of a sketch you want to do with your stand-up friends, and mm-hmm. they're like, what? All right, are we done? Like, I got to go yeah. do a show in Burbank at a bowling alley. And well, because, like, yeah, in oh. San Francisco, we did all have the same goal. It's get past at Punchline. And then you get to L.A., and it's like, no. And you can't be everywhere at once. Yeah, and people are like, you, you want to go hang out at the store? And I'm like, I don't see a route for me at the store. Yeah, right. You so know? then it's so like, like you're no. going to go hang out at an indie show <laughs> or, like, you know, some, like, East Side yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alti show. Um, or are you going to, like, do ucb classes like say you you know people are like you do improv if you want to do acting yeah. but then your improv class people are like hey we're going to this show tonight mm-hmm. and it's like oh man i don't want to I go just to an improv show with you guys a weed gummy and listen to music <laughs> in it, my room it makes you close up <laughs> yeah. like la yeah, really yeah. made me close up um and i still yeah do a weed gummy i said i do weed gummies i don't I think you do a gummies. gummy i do that are you doing gummies again <laughs> Yeah, man. So moral of the story is like, give up. Nah. Oh. Wait. Yeah. So what am I supposed to do? I'm 34. Uh, all well, I know is this. I told myself I'd when I started comedy at 25, I said I'd give myself 10 years. When I'm 35. Uh oh. One more year. So you have one more year. So I feel like I got one more year. So why don't you just go fucking full throttle pedal to the metal? That's one route for one year. That's this one route. Year. <laughs> this year when everything's that? close. Or just really That's one route fade out. coming from the guy who says I have no. Thing else i can do <laughs> there's no other thing yeah but i'm still young enough to where i could like go to school or something right? yeah yeah it's not like you could get your aa I'm definitely not <laughs> i have a <laughs> college degree oh yeah um yeah get is your there, master's you, you mean? is there anything you're interested in no there isn't but i don't know if i'm still interested in comedy i see you as an english teacher i yeah and people have said that but i think i'd be terrible at it teaching comedy i don't have hope yeah, that's you know the problem. I mean? like Why kids, would you want him teaching comedy? Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've told people that that have asked me. Like, I think we're into comedy. And I'm like, we'll do a show. And if you really want to keep doing it, do it. But, like, if you cannot do it, I would go that way. You know what's funny is I picture your first day of teaching is, like, remember how coaches would do the trick? Like, anyone who doesn't want to give me their all, you can go ahead and leave right now. Go ahead. There's the door. <laughs> Toriel will be like, 
this job does not pay well, honestly. <laughs> and I'm not, this isn't a gag or like a thing. This is exactly leave, what I'd say. Leave this class. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What if you put like 10 years? What if you're like, I'm going to give myself another 10 years for something else? Ooh. Like what? I'm open like, to ideas. What if you're like, okay, I'm going to give myself 10 years to write an amazing movie. Right. But it. that. 10 year plan thing didn't go well didn't no you're a you're a very good comedian yeah you have fans i've I anybody know. who's seen you would be like that's a really great comedian yeah so i don't know what on the right your night. plan was right you wanted to be like touring i guess i just wanted to be like not paycheck to paycheck i mean but isn't everyone that now well, yeah. I mean, COVID aside, I'm saying a year ago. Like, just a really rich stand-up comedian. Not rich, just But, like I mean, you were making a living kind of off of it, right? You were doing enough shows to yeah. get by. Right. But you just wanted probably more money. Right. I guess. To, or get. to be more of a draw. All right, 10 more years, and I'll write one good movie. Okay. You got it. Let's do it. All right, uh, Hezbo's lock in for the next 10 years of Hezbo Coming Street. <laughs> summer 2030. I said this yesterday, but uh, football players who put their last name and then senior on their jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We were watching football. <laughs> we like Josh Richardson Sr. And it's like, oh, okay, I was thinking about your four-year-old son. <laughs> hate to get you guys confused. <laughs> yeah. I have so many pictures of the other Josh. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't. Wait. No. Senior. <laughs> Se- I have your. pictures of senior. Yeah. All right, would you, Torio, let's change gears here because okay. this has been like a serious pod. Yeah, it hasn't I, been I can knock good. the intro out right now. Hey, Hezbo's, uh, <laughs> go ahead and press skip. We got a great episode next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a good episode, I think, for yeah. comedians or people interested in sure. comedy. Um, Which is our were, demographic. Yeah, people were posting their merch pics, and it was like all comedians, which I was surprised about. Well, that's cool. Except for Jesse. I think the only ones that posted them are comedians because they just want the reposts. Oh. It's just thirsty comics. Okay. Damn, that's why I'm always afraid to like shout but out. They're our fans, like. so they're the best. They're not listening <laughs> to the podcast. No, they don't. They watch the <laughs> clips, maybe. Yeah. Uh, they might just like and keep moving because they see it's like one of us. Well, let's check it right now. Uh, Jeff Dean, if you've made it this far into the pod, <laughs> yeah, hit me up. Let me know you listened to this far. No way, I get a message from Jeff. Yeah, we should say something so you can quiz him. Like yeah. Jeff Dean. Torio hates pickles. <laughs> well, don't lie to him. I always olives. see you throw your pickles I hate away. Olives. All right, olives. Jeff, well, I will be lenient. If you said Torio hates pickles, <laughs> you're still right. <laughs> but Torio's gonna call you and say, "What do I hate?" We just start quizzing our fans and go, "Where the fuck were you? We shouted you out." Yeah. Um, okay, so like, say you find love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is what the people want. This is what they want. Yeah. And can't wait. We haven't done a hypothetical. I'm really, yeah, I thought bit. about it because you were talking about how blown away you were by how good Shakira looks. Oh, Shakira's she's aged so well. Uh-huh. Very impressed. And you told Emily that you are Shakira over J-Lo. J-Lo, yeah. Always was. Always will be. Okay. So that that I assume means that you would open your heart. <laughs> to a woman of Shakira's beauty. Sure. You know. Um, but mm-hmm. 
she always talked in Shakira's yodel voice. <laughs> so she'd be like, So like I <laughs> Shakira, what's for dinner? Yeah. Green bean is too. I like green bean. I will eat my stool. If you have stool with green beans, then you're all right with me. And then you're just like, we just asked. What's that's every moment. Uh-huh. You want my answer? Yeah. Absolutely. You would. Oh, you would yeah. oh hell yeah. Okay. So hundred percent in. So you have like now you've. Okay, this is a few years down the line where you've quit comedy, uh-huh. and you're inviting your new boss over at the law firm. I'm a lawyer. Yeah, you're okay, a, and you're up for a partnership. Is mm-hmm. that what they call it? You could sure. be a partner. Partner, yeah. And uh, like, yeah, we'll come over to the house and we'll talk about the mm-hmm. details, you know. And you're like, sure. I wouldn't have. I before you even <laughs> go down this road, I'd have no shame. <laughs> I'd be like, hell yeah, come on over. I don't think we've met the missus yet. Oh, you're going to fucking love her, dude. (laughs) And you come over. You like green beans? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're okay with green beans. Oh, then you're going to have a great time. And they're like, well, what's the protein (laughs) for dinner tonight? I don't know, but when we find out, it's going to be magical. (laughs) Let me call her and put her on speakerphone for you. (laughs) No, no. you would have to save it until Or would you go like, let me brace you? No, I wouldn't. Here's what tonight is going to sound like. I maybe would be like, just so you know, she's loud. Yeah. But I love her. Okay. And love your boss's name. <laughs> your boss's name, Larry. Uh-huh. And he comes over and goes, call me Larry. She's like, la, 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 And he goes, So this what? is Shakira. <laughs> she's just... She's also always, always <laughs> belly dancing. And just <laughs> just I'm making green beans stew right now in the kitchen. I hope you like green beans stew. <laughs> this is this is the first ten seconds of of him meeting your wife, and I'm like, Larry, believe it. She is mentally all there. <laughs> Before you get any weird thoughts, she is 100% very in- – she's actually very intelligent. And he goes, the thing is, you know, like we'd like our partners to be kind of the face of the company. And I don't know if we can have her – If you want Torio, you get Torio and Shakira. We're a package deal. Okay. All right. So you want to uh, – okay. So Emily's the biggest uh, agent in Hollywood, <laughs> and you haven't quit comedy. Okay. She wants to come over and meet with you mm-hmm. and maybe discuss about representing you. Okay. And she gets all the – she's the top agent in this in the industry. Mm-hmm. Star-studded list of cast of, uh, of uh, clients. Mm-hmm. She comes over. Mm-hmm. Big night. Yeah, I mean – Big she, night. She's got to sell me. I'm the talent. That's true, but she's got opportunity. She's sure, the gatekeeper. Totally. You're going to be in a major motion picture if you, if you sign with her. Okay. And well, your life we'll will see. change. <laughs> no, you're a good agent. Believe Emily, in this sketch, you have to believe it. in yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. So Emily's undecided. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Emily, go ahead and ring the doorbell. <laughs> I'm going to knock. Hey, welcome to our humble abode. 
Oh, thanks. Yeah, kind of weird that you wouldn't take me out to dinner, being that you're trying to... You invited me over for some reason. That is weird that I would do that, but we're so happy to have you. I asked you many times if you wanted to go out. (laughs) But I wanted you to meet meet my wife in a non-public setting. I mean, I don't need to meet your wife, but... (laughs) This is the worst opening (laughs) to any improv scene I've ever seen in my life. You guys just started fighting. I'm like, you both need each other to succeed. And you show up and you're like, I don't even like. Why are you here? I gave you the context. I gave you the context. All right, we're not an improv podcast. We're stand up comedians. So, yeah, anyways, comedy really makes me sad. I didn't want to interrupt. Great job, baby. Good set. Tonight. Stop talking, getting too close to my mentor. Oh my oh, it's just for me. I will be in the car. Thank you. Love you.